All right. Um, hello, everybody who is listening. Once again, I just have to clarify and say that for an episode that I believe will be my shortest one, uh, I've recorded this opening part at least three times now. Um, in the original recording, I spoke in detail about the the storm that happened on Twitter uh, when Bella made a series of tweets about me, which then followed a series of tweets from Rome, and I'm, I'm going to talk loosely about it still, but I, not to the extent of which you might think. Um, Bella reached out to me and spoke to me, and an apology was made, and I respect and appreciate that. Uh, so I, you know, kind of backtracked on that episode and um, edited some stuff, and I, I just didn't want to sit here and rag on Bella or bring up uh, the tweets, because I think it just goes against the point that I'm trying to make which is that I'm not interested in making this petty. Although, um, I have to say, it's definitely something I've uh, gone back and forth on a lot, and I'm not saying that I haven't been totally unpetty. Um, but there are people, there are a lot of people out there that know that if I want it to be very petty, that I have the, I have the resources to make this very, very petty. Um, as I've said before, I am only interested in accountability and obviously this situation has blown up on Twitter a lot. Um, people are tired of seeing it. People are frustrated with hearing about it. And quite frankly, to tell you the truth, I am equally just as tired of talking about it. Uh, you have to understand from my perspective, uh, the only thing that I'm asking from in this situation is for money to be paid back to UFW by the people who are accountable. Um, if you partner and work with the person who committed the fraud, knowing the fraud happened and were even informed of the fraud report, you are making yourself an accessory and suddenly it becomes your responsibility too. Um, I, I, I have other things that I want to talk about here uh, on this podcast and so I'm not going to be doing this anymore. Like I can't just keep bringing this up and bringing it up and bringing it up. Um, it's not great for me. It's not fun for the mental health. It, it's just, it, it does take a toll. And I, there, this is not the reason why I launched this podcast. That's all I'm going to say. And I put all the information out there. Um, and it is not my responsibility either to just have this, you know, be my everyday, you know? Um, I'm putting an image up on the screen. I've hidden the person's identity and omitted other parts of the conversation. Again, not interested in being petty here. I just want to make it clear that I informed this person, a Fed owner of the fraud over a year ago in 2022, and the person just continued to work with him as if nothing happened. And instead of going everything I've already said, instead of calling out people, you know, instead of instead of me telling you how dumb I think you are, I'm instead just going to talk about the downside of this situation on the community. Um, I'd like to bring this tweet up that Cody Hooley made, stating that this has never been an attack on honor or wildfire, uh, and that he, you know, has people at honor at honor that he loves, and um, it's true. the The only person, the only person to blame for this is the person who pocketed the 50k with no intention of making the product ultimately that's the only person to blame um he brought up that this is not a fed versus fed drama and again he's right uh it's not anytime that i've had an encounter with a fed owner or someone from honor it's been nothing but respectful um they asked for a VW refault that we had. I gave it to them. They asked for a schedule so it doesn't overlap with ours. I provide it. 
someone from Honor orders a custom animation from my shop, I provide it. Um, I'm going to treat everyone the same. Uh, I've, I've reached out to, and given an invitation to a talented Honor to come participate in the Elimination Royale. Like, this is not a Fed versus Fed situation. The problem for me is that Wildfire and Honor have known about this, you know, fraud. Um, and they continue to work with Seth anyway and allow him to continue profiting from the community. And what I'm going to say is that I just think that it's bad for the community. Um, I, I just feel like I personally cannot go and support shows because of who they choose to work with. And so I won't be able to discuss things that I like about you know them or generally just praise things that I've seen and that I enjoyed, uh, which I want to do with other feds. And I will be attempting to do more on the podcast. And and that invitation to the Elimination Royale, you know, had to be withdrawn because on both sides, we both thought that it would create an uncomfortable situation. So what I'm trying to explain here is that the results of your actions have a negative impact on the community, like as a whole. And um, it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we can't all agree that we should, shouldn't allow theft in our community. Uh, I, I do think it's silly that we, we can't agree on something as basic as that. Um, I've never asked for an admission of guilt. Um, I'm not really asking for a lot at all. <laughs> I, I just want the people in charge to understand that you have unfortunately made yourself accountable in this situation. And, and the right thing to do here would just, just to be, take the accountability and just pay back what is owed. And, and then the situation solved. Like it doesn't have to be as complicated as, as you're making it. Um, and I, 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 I believe the little quote tweets like this, uh, like this make you feel like you're, you know, standing in solitude with yourself because I'm out here trying to cancel wildfire or something or cancel people involved, cancel Seth, um, when it isn't like that at all. Um, I don't believe in shit like that. Um, I am willing to let go any personal issue that I have with Seth or any, any person, you know, in above at honor or wildfire or wherever it may be i it, there is no personal grudge anyone can come into my dms and have a conversation with me a chill conversation we can talk on voice anything like that okay um i i think that people can learn and grow from negative situations uh we've all been in them like hell i i, I have not always been the best person you know myself uh, i've done and said things in my past you know growing up in this community i joined the community when i was when i was 13 um and I said things that maybe I wished I hadn't. And I've done everything that I personally can to grow up. And I'm sure that I still have more growth to do. And, and that's part of the reason why I have decided not to really bring up the whole Rome situation on Twitter. Um, I, I had a lot to say about it. Uh, I was called some mean things, negative things. And I, I still, I just don't think that it's worth it for me to make disparaging comments. Um, I think what she tweeted about me was uneducated and mean and to describe me as toxic yet, you know, stay silent on the whole scamming situation. It's just, it's really weird to me and I don't need to harp on it. Uh, no hate or disrespect to Rome. If Rome comes to me and wants to talk, I, I will talk. Um, I just think that with taking everything into account, the thing that is toxic here is not myself and we know what it is. Um, so that's that, um, I just, I cannot keep talking about this every week. Um, 
I can't keep tweeting about it. I, for my own personal sake, uh, I think it's unfortunate that the right thing has yet to be done. I still hope that maybe someone will take accountability and do the right thing, but I just can't keep putting that on. If you have like, <laughs> if you have like basic brain function, I just think it's easy to understand that something this wrong should be made right. Um, especially when it harms the community that you are a part of, a community that you are catering to um, was negatively negatively impacted by someone that you openly and choose to work with. I, I just think that it's something that can be so easily solved uh, and it just isn't. Um, instead, little jabs are being taken about it and you know it's being made into a joke and I just don't think that it is. Um, but that's that, I mean, you you all have all the information um, I really need to move on, you know, from this sort of subject. And I, I can't say that this will be the last time that I talk about it. I'm sure it'll come up again. But um, this is not all this podcast should be. Um, the point of this episode was to answer some questions from the community. And I am going to get right into that. Um, and this part was uh, the part that I recorded on Saturday. Um and I just like to say I appreciate all of the questions, I, but I can't answer all of the questions, not just because there's about 20, 25 of them. I just don't think that I can fit all of that into one episode. Um, I also felt maybe some of the questions were unnecessary. Uh, some of them came across, across a bit mean. Um, like even if they are about people that I don't particularly get along with, um, I'll, I've said it before, I'll say it again. My message is not about bullying or bringing people down. Uh, just the accountability part is all I am uh, interested in, but um, a couple of these questions do get spicy, and I will still answer the questions. Uh, so back to uh, the first question I got was, what are some matches you would like to see happen in Second Life? Um, I would really like to see done a proper dog collar match or like a Texas bull rope. Um, the thing is, like, it doesn't seem possible to do like a proper one. Uh, they do have those particle things that, that make it look like, you know, there's a rope attached, but it's really not the same. There's no like physics behind it, obviously. It's just not something that's physically possible within SL, but it would be cool. Um, when it comes to, I don't know if the question was about people, you know, paired up, but maybe like, um, maybe something like the Trench Brothers and Carsons would be fun. I, I like very well put together tag team matches, like Diamond Club and the Carsons put on an absolute fucking banger on Friday night. And, you know, I want to be like them when I grow up. <laughs> so I, I would say that. Um, and uh, how would you compare the community being too forgiving from years ago up till now? And do you think the habit of being too forgiving will ever stop in the future? Um, I think that it depends on the situation. Like I consider myself personally to be a forgiving person. Uh, I've said it before uh, that I think people can grow and if there's proof of growth, I think people deserve a second chance or sometimes even a third, rare third chance, or at least that's my personal philosophy. It really depends on the offense as well, like the scamming situation. Like I wouldn't even say it's people being too forgiving. It's just it's more like they're ignoring, they're ignoring the problem. Uh, it's one of those situations where, no, this person should not be in the community and I think that to a lot of you, it's extremely obvious. And and no, I don't think the habit will stop in the future. Uh, the problem is that a lot of people in this community, they seem to operate on, on greed. And if that person 
that did the offending can benefit to them in any way, you know, whether it's uh, to provide products or, or whatever it may be, you know, the morals completely go out the door. Like the moment you have something beneficial to you, like they don't give a fuck if it's not, if it's not about them. Um, discuss how horrible people continue to get booked in the SL wrestling community. Um, there was a name <laughs> attached to this question. Listen as an example, and I. I originally was going to leave it in, but following my own philosophy, I'd rather just leave the name out at this time because I can make my point for you all the same uh, without the name there. And the thing is, like a lot of you are probably going to know what I'm talking about. Um, I think some people don't understand that selectiveness in SL wrestling is a good thing. Uh, you don't need to accept everybody. Um, accept the people that are good and kind and coach them. Uh, like a certain individual, you know, A certain individual in question, it was uh, it was actually like it was a serious situation. You know, someone basically being stalked, threatened, you know, to have their real life information and private photographs doxxed. And I think that crosses like a, a, a line, an obvious line. And so I took this information and I spoke to the Fed owners like in the community who then proceeded to hire this person no less than a few days after the situation. Um, and to the person asking the question, I, I feel I feel your disdain behind the question. And trust me, I agree with you. I think people will always uh, question why the community doesn't grow and why the community can be such a toxic place. And the answer really is simple. It's because some people allow it to be. Uh, and it's unfortunate. I think that it's not going to change. Uh, I'd like it to, but we'll see. Uh, number four. I believe us as a whole need to be united for our love of wrestling. I personally had a lot of bumpy roads and dicey situations involving myself and my emotional stature. All in all, we need to stop victimizing ourselves unless legitimate reasons, aka owing someone 50 freaking K. Just an idea, but sometime we gotta let our adults out and grow the fuck up over the bullshit and drama. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I completely agree with this question. Like, everybody will always have their own sort of idea of forgiveness. And um, whether you're a forgiving person or not, uh, I'm the person who, see, like, who understands that life is really short and I'm willing to look past a lot of things said to me in the past or things said to me. Uh, I just take it with a grain of salt. But like you pointed out, yeah, the, um, the scamming of the 50K is where I cross a line, obviously. I mean, duh, you're, you're listening. Um, and as I said, like, if the 50K was just paid back, I think we'd all sort of just be able to move on. Um, but it's not it's not me or us leaving it unresolved. Uh, and you're right. People people need to grow up. It's it's. But the thing is, it's the lack of growing up that is why it's not resolved. It's the lack of growing up that is the reason why the money hasn't been refunded. Because even though there are people that are obviously accountable, I think for those people, they can't cross that line where they're like, you know what? Yeah, this situation was fucked up. I understand it involved me, but we're just going to pay back this money. Like, I, I think if that happened, I would have such like a great respect for something like that rather than what is happening now. Um, and you're right. I, people do need to grow up. Um, number five. Is it true that wrestlers court in the old VWE was to get rid of people Seth and friends didn't want in the Fed? Yeah. Uh, to anyone who doesn't know, VWE at one point had a, a wrestlers court. 
And if you ever wondered why VWE was once a toxic environment, I suppose uh, <laughs> suppose this would be one of your examples. Um, if someone had done something wrong, even if it was like loosely determined in the background that they'd probably be fired anyway, um, the whole roster, and I mean the whole roster, would have to join this big call and mute and just listen um, as the person who did something wrong was basically shamed and then punished and, or fired in front of everyone. So yeah, like at the base of it, it just, you know, wasn't really cool. Um, okay, I like this one. Any suggestions and tips for those wanting to start in or are a beginner to SL wrestling? Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the biz biggest tips that I can recommend is just getting the movement down. Um, the less, like I'll call this, I'll call it dead air. Uh, the less dead air time that you have, the better, which is where you're just standing there not doing an animation or not selling, just sort of like the noob stand. And like it happens, it happens even to me, like maybe you mistype or you're, you're like, where the fuck am I? You know what happens. But I think being conscious of it is good. Uh, work on your rope shoots and your movement. Like the basics are extremely important. Lineups, uh, rope shoot, and, like your basics really are, you know, key. Um, and I think there are there are actually a lot of settings in Firestorm which can change the way you wrestle. Um, I've had these settings that I've had optimized like for a very long time to where I like them. And uh, that's, you know, that's my thing. You can spend all day practicing moves, which is great. But sometimes like the settings part is neglected. You know, maybe you're lagging or maybe the settings, there's certain settings that, you know, should be ticked that aren't. And um, although this question was anonymous, like anyone breaking into the community um, that wants a little help or, or advice, like, you know, despite, you know, the, the image that, you know, I was painted in today, feel free to message me anytime. Um, I can share my settings or, you know, more advice if it's any help to you at all. I really do not mind, you know, uh, you should be able to find my Discord. Um, okay. I would like to just pause real quick and say that I, um, I had a couple of questions that, uh, that I think need more context for me to talk about. Like it was, it was about fed drama or, or drama between two feds and drama between a fed owner and a wrestler over, you know, a title. And I, I, it's not that I wouldn't mind talking about this topic. It's just that I don't feel it's appropriate for me to cover um, without there being a little more context behind it. Um, I don't want to come on here and say things that are factually incorrect and then have like another side that couldn't tell their side, you know, coming at me and saying, you you know, this, this, and this. Uh, so I'll skip over these questions. Um, but, you know, if the person who made these questions would like to talk to you on Discord, I won't release your name. Uh, but if I get more content. While Wildfire has been in the news lately, we should mention how he gutted the old WPWF Asylum around 2017 and deleted all their videos because someone who wasn't affiliated with WPWF at the time trolled him. Thoughts on this? Um, I wasn't around in 2017, so I missed this. Uh, this was after I was, you know, manipulated and kicked out of EWE in the community. But I, um, I have been given like a lot of context on this because obviously it's been a big topic in the community. And I, yeah, I know that it, this was a fucked up situation. Um, I don't think it's my place to hold a grudge over something like this. Like if, but if people are still iffy, you know, about him because of this, then I don't blame you. Um, 
but obviously WPWF have made like a great recovery from that and you know they're still doing good and so I don't think it's one of those things that I myself would harp on about here um, if that happened to me that's something I feel like I could easily forgive and forget uh, forget about it if you know if amends have been made between those involved or vice versa um, number nine okay actually before I read out number nine I have a little pop-in. I have a quick little pop-in from somebody who has a bit to talk about on question number nine. So let me just take... Um, hello, Stuart Wharf. Welcome. How are you doing? Hello. Doing good. I got a spicy little question. Just hoping you maybe can give me a little help with it. All right. Up to the task. All right. So question number nine is uh, Lyra Phoenix deleting dozens of pages of history from the SL Wrestling Wiki during January 30th, 2022. Most of this information is presently lost, uh, but it's been shown it can be reinstated as per the APW page returning by another hand. So I do uh, I do know like maybe a tiny bit about this, too. But it wasn't the first time, right? Like I know. It was a huge thing back in the day because it was deleted and we lost the wiki page of Jackson Dune who had just passed away like not long before this. So can you just provide me, help me out with like a little bit of context? Yes. So uh, back then, um, it was, this was around the time when um, Falcon and others were leaving VW if I recall correctly. But one of the things that happened around that time was the wiki was, was and still is to this day under admin control by um, Team Wildfires and Falcon. And so with that, you know, they have the authority to lock the wiki page, delete pages. They can resurrect them if they want to. It's up to their decision, although um, that's kind of their choice. But it was a thing where at that time, because I saw what happened, I set up a clone wiki. However, that wiki kind of because it was a clone of the original wiki, um, the platform that the wiki was on essentially shut it down because yeah. it was a duplicate and that was a pain. Mm -hmm. Okay. However, I think the reason you asked me to be on. I, yes, or, I, I know already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have been working on something in the background for about a month now, um, which is uh, setting up a new um, alternative SL Pro Wrestling Wiki. Um, one that, frankly, um, is not under the control of any company at all, which I think in essence, in the spirit of how wikis are in general, I think is the right way to do it. Because you can down, you can install the software that Wikipedia is used on any website you want. So I've set up a website. Um, it's called vwsl.me. And if you go to it, you'll see a lovely little um, hub of information at the start, which links you to active promotions, creators, YouTube channels, other wrestling resources, including, uh, you know, this podcast is featured on there. And the idea is to put basically everything about SL wrestling onto this site. And yeah. this includes a wiki, which... I understand that me owning um, 
the wiki website itself can be seen as problematic and maybe another question of can you trust this person type of situation and i'm going to be straight up with everyone listening to this um you should never trust anyone 100 percent on anything because anything could always happen i could run out of money one day and this could all disappear it sounds however, familiar yeah however my commitment is that this website i will fund it for as long as i can and the wiki itself i will not take any actions um to block people from using it this literally will include people who i have disagreements with they can edit this wiki at all the only people who will ever be blocked from this wiki are um, bot spammers which is a problem for wikis um for obvious reasons we don't want a bunch of links to like websites where you know you get a virus or get scammed yeah that kind of stuff <laughs> we don't want that um, yeah. and you know anyone who essentially abuses the trust by deleting right. content okay and when i say i want this to be like a resource of everything i mean everything yeah so like you can have pages on creators the stuff they've done you can include controversies much like the real wikipedia does yeah that kind of thing because i want it to just be as accurate and neutral a platform for people to discuss things yeah as possible you know, I, I trust, honestly, like, I, I trust that you'll, you know, be fine with this. Like, when this same situation happened, uh, I don't remember, uh, you can maybe remind me of how long ago it was, but uh, you once, you know, refunded someone for an auction item that you weren't going to deliver, you know, uh, you, you know, came through on that. And again, like, let's put these, you know, images side by side of, you know, Seth refusing to pay someone back and then Sue being like, here, you're paid back. I mean, it just... You know, it's night and day, people. Yeah. It's, to me, it my kind of credo I've ever had in my life, pretty simple. Just do the right thing. Yeah, I mean... That's, it's not hard. Just real Looking quick for my two cents, like, while we're on the topic of the wiki, like, yeah, I, I agree, it's a completely good call to get the wiki in the hands of the community. Um, <laughs> I need to bring this up because someone brought this to my attention not too long ago. And I'm going to put it up on the screen like magic, but uh, right now I will also read it out for you. If you navigate to the BWE page on the current wiki, you will see the following. Uh, At the beginning of 2022, Seth Cameron and several keyed personnel from VWE departed from the company due to internal affairs. Uh, this change, of course, came with sponsors leaving, fans dwindling, and confusion among the roster. Ah, confusion. With Morgan Jones now seemingly in charge. Previous walls, rules, and regulations have been torn down, allowing outside participation back into VWE. Um, this is a really shitty, insulting thing to read when you're going to view the VWE wiki, especially where we can't edit it ourselves. You know, this is literally the legacy of VWE on this wiki. Uh, it's completely inaccurate. Um, this paints a picture that people left VWE and VWE was in shambles. And, and, you know, while that picture isn't totally inaccurate in itself, it's the fact that we were scammed on the way out the door, you know? And me, who was coming out of the hospital on the very day of this, you know, of this happening, the Fed was dropped into my lap without a choice. I didn't want it. Um, and it wasn't long into, into that where I told the current official leader of VWE that it was just too stressful for me to be the owner, and, and they took it over. Um... But yeah, I mean, I helped get VWE back on its feet, you know, with a bunch of incredible people who I could not have done it without, who built a sim in like a week. 
uh, because we were left with an empty sim with a few days left on the tier and no money. Um, so for this whole sponsors leaving, fans dwindling and confusion among the roster shit, you know, to be the thing that's on our wiki, it's insulting. Um, it's not only insulting, you know, but Seth, Seth had banned so many people in the community from VWE to the point where when I cleared the ban lists of hundreds of people, you know, some people were coming back and seeing like, oh, here's a new thing that VWE is trying to do, uh, which was for, you know, one of the first times create a positive environment for everyone to come see. Uh, we didn't want sponsors. Uh, fans did not dwindle. In fact, our numbers through the whole year of 2022 were consistently much higher than the average numbers in 2020 and 2021. And, um... Confusion among the roster? Yeah, people were confused. Confused why we got scammed. So, um, Sue, I, you know, thank you. I, I'm going to put uh, the link to the wiki somewhere and I'm going to show some, you know, an image of the wiki. And uh, if you want to let people know, you know, where to check it out again yeah. or anything else you'd like to add. Uh, no, just I hope everyone enjoys the uh, new wiki. Um, and also there's other stuff on the website as well, which I'll probably get more into on my um, own personal Twitter over the next week or so. But I just hope uh, the community just enjoys this because frankly, I love the community enough that I just want there to be spaces where people can um, tell our history. I agree. Thanks. Thank you, Stu. All right. So let's get back to these questions. I'm going to take it down a little notch. Um, Number 10, question number 10. Top 10 best Second Life Wrestling matches you've seen outside of VWE. Okay, I apologize. <laughs> this is going to be really tough for me because I don't get to a lot of shows and like, I can't, I can't really answer this. And it's, it's really, I want people to know that it's not an unwillingness to attend other shows. It's really just like a lack of time that I have. I would, I would really like to get out and see more shows. I love what goes on at Roll Call. Um, I got to I got to uh, UFW recently. Um, any of the Henry and Cody matches or the you know Cody and Alex matches always went hard at the the Rogue events and um, like guys, I'm a stoner like a stoner brain. You know it's a real thing. And when it comes to stuff like this where I don't get to see much from the community, like my memory starts to lose me a bit. So I'm afraid I'm terrible at answering a question like this, but however, I I will do my best. I'll revisit this and I'm gonna try to catch some other shows. But if you have like any matches recorded, maybe one opinion or a review or something, send them to me and we'll, uh, we'll make it happen. What, what, what's your opinion on people being in multiple feds? Do you find it can affect how they perform in each fed? Do you also think it can affect a Fed owner's decision to want to push someone due to this? Um, so way back in the day, I used to be a part of like multiple Feds at a time, multiple, multiple. And it was kind of the norm back then. Like now I just personally couldn't fathom doing it. Uh, again, like I have no time. Uh, and yeah, I, I think I do think sometimes it can affect how they perform in each Fed. I think if you stretch yourself way too thin and if you're running like the exact same character everywhere, it can be kind of like hard to, you know, show yourself that often and do something original or great every time. Especially maybe if you're running the same character, but in one fed you're a heel and the other fed you're a face. I think that it can confuse fans, you know, that go to, you know, both shows. Um, I just think that... Uh, 
I, I like the drive behind it, but realistically, unless you're doing like alts or something and other feds with different characters, um, it's hard to keep it fresh in three to four feds, if you know what I mean. And, and do I think it can affect the way someone's pushed? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I, I know for a fact that there are people only at VWE and whether that's due to time, time constraints or, or maybe unwillingness to do multi-fedding or, or something, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, it depends on... I guess for me, if a uh, if a person's performance is very clearly being like dragged down, you know, by lack of like time or motive or effort put into something, um, maybe because of a lack of time, because there's so much to do, so much to write. I think that um, it could be because maybe you've wrestled, you know, too much this week or, or whatever, uh, running out of ideas. I mean, if you could pull it off, great. Uh, it might not affect how you're booked in that case. But honestly, like if someone only has one fed and they're putting they're everything like all into like that one match that they have a week like and it's a clear like quality difference then i'd say yeah it would affect how you're pushed or used but i mean um i think it's a little situational but i i totally get the question i think that it can yeah it does this is the last one by the way uh number 13 for the, for this podcast please submit more please submit more go for it i uh the links on my twitter and i'll post it again um number 13 it sucks people have to fight over something this screwed up. People speak about a united community but never answer up or take responsibility for their actions. Um, we're, we're all supposed to be grown-ass adult, but some of us have childlike mentality when it comes to owning up to their shit. I have not been the best person in this SL wrestling world, but one thing I do own up to is my issues and solve my problems. Big fan of the cast, by the way. Keep it up. P.S. The Spanish Fly kicks ass. Thanks again for releasing it. No problem. Glad you like uh, some animations. Yeah, I mean, that's just uh, that's just the thing, isn't it? Um, as of today, you've seen people turn on me and call me toxic or, or say that I love the drama when um, that's really just not the truth. Um, I've spoken about this whole situation across three episodes of this, and I don't want it to keep plaguing my Twitter timeline. <laughs> because even though I'm trying to do the right thing and just have this fraud be corrected, it does spill into the territory of drama. And for my own personal well-being, I just can't make it my everyday goal, you know, to try and convince a, a big portion of the community how to do the right thing when... Really, I think that it's clear. Um, it should already be clear how to do the right thing. Um, I think that this wiki controlled by the community is a, a great thing to have. Um, and I would personally like to see how we can continue to develop the community and maybe make it into more of a positive environment. Um, but it just seems like... It just seems like it's something that's kind of far out of reach because of how much divide there is, um, how much divide something like this creates. And um, again, truly, this should not be a, a Fed versus Fed narrative. Um, and if you're adding to that narrative, you're not helping the situation. Um, my personal opinions are not those reflected of EWE. I speak alone. Um, I was referred to today as the uh, leader of the leader or as a leader in those tweets, and um, I'm I'm not a leader. Uh, I am not VWE's leader. VWE is bigger than than I am, and, and I'm not immune to the chopping block. I have been fired from VWE before. Uh, if my actions or my words were enough for VWE to want me gone, 
I would be gone. Um, but the truth is, is the people with VWB or the people, you know, behind the scenes, they support what I have said. Uh, the thing is, it's not like I, I've said anything that is inherently wrong at the base of it. Uh, you all, yeah, you all probably believe that, you know, scamming a federation of, of any amount of money is wrong. Uh, but you just hate to see the drama surrounding it. It's negative. Uh, it plagues the, the timeline and, and ruins fun. And, and I agree. It does ruin fun. Um, and we naturally do not like to see negative things. Uh, but again, this is kind of why you need to ask for accountability and, and the right the right people and the right person needs to right their wrong. Um, just support great creators in the community. Uh, support the people that help this community and not harm it. Uh, but don't be on the wrong side of history in this community because you'll you'll burn bridges that you really wish you hadn't burned. Um, and like I said, I, I'm, I can't keep doing this with every podcast and bringing up this situation. Um, maybe one day the people will do the right thing and and that's what we can hope for but it's now not my responsibility and um if the same thing happens you know if the same thing happens to someone else uh if someone else gets harmed as a result of you know of these people i i can't say that i didn't put this information out there you know i've Put it out there um you have it and yeah that's that's all i have to say um i really appreciate you uh listening to uh audacity that's the term of the day pertaining to a way a kind of person behaves a description mm, how would you word it maybe it's guts or just being assertive you can spot them in any walk of life from the prophet type to your boss or wife and maybe they're vain and plain narcissistic but equipped with enough heart to risk it coming across a bit bold and arrogant but when they leave we want to know where they went so we can cry the nerve of that guy but with envy because we're uncertain